I was uh, asked to speak on the subject of being falsely accused. In Psalm 35, and verse 11, it says, Fierce witnesses rise up. They ask me things that I do not know. In Mark, the 14th chapter, verses 55 to 60, Now the chief priests and all the council saw testimony against Jesus to put him to death, but found none. For many bore false witness against him, but their testimonies did not agree. Then some rose up and bore false witness say, against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple made with hands, and within three days I will build another made without hands. But not even then did their testimony agree. And the high priest stood up in the midst and asked Jesus, saying, Do you answer nothing? What is it these men testify against you? Then going on, verse 61, it says, But he kept silent and answered nothing. Again the high priest asked him, saying to him, Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed? Jesus said, I am. And you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, What further need do we have of witnesses? You have heard the blasphemy. What do you think? And they all condemned him to be deserving of death. Then some began to spit on him and to, be, and to blindfold him and to beat him and to say to him, Prophesy. And the officers struck him with the palms of their hands. How do you feel if somebody falsely accuses you of something. Now I know there's a lot of things that, a lot of variables in that. Because it can be because they're trying for their own gain. It can be because they're trying to demean you. It, there are a lot of other things. One of the first things that I feel, because I have a rather hot temper, is angry. You know, that's one of the things that we have to watch out for in our relationships with others is that we don't react to things with anger. We've got to keep calm. And then they're sad because somebody's accused me of something that I didn't do. And I don't know about the rest of you, but that also makes me sad because... I didn't do that. And, and, and other people are going to believe that and it makes me sad. Or perhaps hurt. They would accuse me of such a thing. Or perhaps afraid. Are they going to believe? Somebody actually believes that? Or are they going to Convince others of that? And what's that going to do to me, to my reputation, to, to what? Is it going to be painful to my career? Is it going to be painful to, to, because it's going to hurt my family? Or perhaps we're embarrassed that somebody's saying something like that. You like my choice of pink there? That's meant because it gets an idea to blush. I had to say that because Yancey can't see pink. I'm not even sure he can see that up there. Or perhaps it's horrified. Maybe you feel that just incredulous 
that somebody could, could believe such a thing or could do such a thing to us. But if we're living the right way, if we're being accused because we're God's followers, maybe what we ought to feel is happy. Because we're being falsely accused for something because we're following God. I meant to, I, I actually thought of this after between services, so I didn't get it added in. If you'll turn to Matthew, the fifth chapter, we're going to look at the Beatitudes here for just a minute and include that. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So, if you're being persecuted because you're living a Christian life, because you're doing the kinds of things that God wants you to do, and somebody's falsely accused you of doing something that's not right, maybe you ought to feel happy. But could you do what Jesus did? Can you do what Jesus did? Oh, there it is right there. I had part of it, just not all of it. How would you react or have reacted in the past? What did Jesus do? He kept silent and answered nothing. Do you have, especially when you're angry, if that's your first reaction like mine might tend to be, do you have the intestinal fortitude to just keep your mouth shut? Now remember, I want you to remember, this is when Jesus is being tried. Remember the night before in Gethsemane. He had prayed to God three times. So muchly so that the sweat poured out of him like blood. He was that stressed about it. Saying, God, please let this cup pass from me if it be your will. But not my will, but yours be done. Jesus didn't want to go through with this. He knew what he was facing. He knew at this point everything that was going to happen to him. He knew he was going on that cross. And yet he was silent. And yet he didn't vilify. He didn't curse at them. He didn't say, you're wrong. 
He didn't do any. He said nothing. Then, let's see, there it is. Then Pilate asking him again, saying, Do you answer nothing? See how many things they testify against you. But Jesus still answered nothing, so that Pilate marveled. In Luke, the 23rd chapter, when Pilate heard of Galilee, he asked if the men, man were Gal a Galilean. And as soon as he knew that he belonged to Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who was also in Jerusalem at the time. I think this is interesting. Now, when Herod saw Jesus, he was exceedingly glad. For he had desired for a long time to see him because he had heard many things about him. And he hoped to see some miracle done by him. Then he questioned him with many words, but he, that being Jesus, answered him nothing. And the chief priests and scribes stood and vehemently accused him. Then Herod, with his men of war, treating him, treated him with contempt and mocked him. He was silent. Arrayed him in a gorgeous robe and sent him back to Pilate. Jesus answered to all of the things they were saying about him falsely was simply nothing because he knew it wouldn't do any good. What's your reaction? Can, can you be silent? Are you going to be making a big deal out of it? Or can you have the ability to do what Jesus did and just stand there Stand there and not refute the accusations. Can you turn around and calmly talk to them and say, you know, that's not really what I've done. I haven't done this thing. You can check it out. But you've got to be honest about checking it out. Or are you just going to start making excuses? Doesn't do any good to make excuses. Sometimes the best pattern is to do just what Jesus did and don't even dignify it with an answer. It's You know, sometimes we have to accept things because in this modern world, people say things about us that aren't true, but just the fact that they say them makes us guilty. And that's a real shame because people don't even investigate. They just assume it to be correct and you're painted with a guilty brush. And yet, we can know we're innocent. But somebody can say it, and all of a sudden, we're guilty. And it doesn't matter whether it's true or not. If we fight against it, we're going to lose. So you might as well just lay low. Accept whatever they do. And let it go. And that's a hard thing to do. I don't know how many of you have, have 
had the problem of being falsely accused of things. I have. And sometimes I've had to just let them do what they wanted to do and accept the punishment because you can't prove otherwise. Sometimes, and it's, it's really disheartening, but there's nothing you can do about it, so you just accept it. Because anything you do is just going to make the problem worse. That's what Jesus, if he had done anything, he could have called down 10,000 angels and got off that cross, but then you and I would be suffering. You see, Jesus accepted because he was after the goal at the end for your salvation and for mine. And for that, he was willing to suffer through all of those false accusations, through all of those beatings, through hanging on that cross for you and for me. Are you willing to just let things go so that you can go about doing God's work? And is that your real reason for doing what you're doing? The lesson's yours. If there's something we can do to help you, let us come forward as we stand and as we sing.